What are some of the precious promises of God? Join us today as we start a series on what the Word of God has to say about us. Today, we will discuss who the Word of God says we are. Come learn some precious promises from God to you. Hello everybody, this is Marcus and Trisha and we are the Messengers. Right, we've been Yay. off for a couple weeks, haven't we? We have, it's been a while. Maybe yep. not to you who are just hearing this back to back, but... <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done a show for about two weeks now. Yes. Um, we've had a lot going on. We have. Had some conferences and some banquets and <laughs> lots All of stuff. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. So today we are going to be looking at some of the promises of God. In our last few episodes, we have talked about precious promises from God. And we just wanted to search some of these out and go a little deeper on this subject. So today we are going to talk about who the Word of God says I am. That's, that's right. That's good. All right. Over the next few episodes, we are going through a new series, and it's a little different than some of our other ones. We have been talking about some of the precious promises of God, like I mentioned, and we wanted to look into this. We're going to be looking at three different things the Word of God promises us. First, we'll look at who the Word of God says we are. Then, we're going to look at what the Word of God says we have. And we'll finish with what the Word of God says we can do. These scriptures we're looking at are taken largely from a pamphlet that our pastor put out um, a lot, many years ago. So these promises have really helped us, and we just pray that they will help you too. Absolutely. And this was just such, this is going to be such a neat series. And I think it's going to help a lot of people out, people that have been, you know, in the faith for a while and don't quite know exactly what is going on, you know. I mean, because let's face it, there's a lot of people that are out there that are claiming to be Christians, but they just simply don't read their Bible. Yeah. And they don't know who they are. They don't know who God says they are. They don't know what the Word of God says they have. And So we're hoping to help help you in that and, and encourage you to not only listen to, to these, what we're about to teach you, but search them out for yourself. Yes. And not only just, just don't, don't just... Take our word for it. I mean, you need to look in the Word, and you yes. need to read the Bible daily to get your food into your spirit so that you can you can grow. And there are many, many more promises than the ones we're going to talk about today, but we've just, we just really feel like these are some of the important ones you need to know right now. Absolutely. So without further ado, let's get started with I am healed. Amen. <laughs> We know that Jesus died for our sins, but on that day, he gave us another very special promise. Yes. And we find these in two different scriptures in the Bible, one in the Old Testament and one in the New Testament. So let's look at the Old Testament first in Isaiah 53, 5. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. So this scripture is talking about the future. This is talking about Jesus. This is before Jesus was even born. 
Yeah. So this is actually, like I said, this is that was from Isaiah 53, verse 5. It was in the Older Testament. And that was that was out of the NIV version. Yeah. So let's look at First uh, Peter 2.24 out of the NIV version as well. And let's look at what it says about the same Jesus that has that, that came to us. He says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Yes. And that would be past tense because Jesus died and so it was already taken care of. You have been healed. Absolutely. So knowing that we are healed opens other promises to us. We find that we have more confidence, and we should, because we are more special to God than we sometimes feel. We don't always feel like God loves us or that we're special, but we definitely are. We can't just go by feelings. Right. But the way we become strong and sure of ourselves in God is by being strong in our faith in God. That's right. So let's look at another uh, another bullet point we kind of have here. It's, it's, I am strong in faith. And we're going to be looking at Romans 4.20 out of the King James Version. Now this is, is when they're talking about Abraham. It says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So when we're strong, we can do more than we ever thought. Let's look at these next few promises. All right. Let's look at I am more than a conqueror. And that is found in Romans 8, 35 through 37 in the NIV. It says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness, or danger, or sword? For as it is written, for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. Amen. So through all those things, we do not have to worry about that because Jesus gave us the ability and the authority to conquer all of those things. We are conquerors. And not only are we more than conquerors, we are world overcomers. Which really segues into the next bullet point, It does, amazingly (laughs) enough. I am a world overcomer. And we'll look at 1 John 5, 3-5 out of the NIV. In fact, this is love for God to keep his commands. And his commands are not burdensome. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Amen. That's me. I am a world overcomer because I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Yeah. And I know many of you do too. (laughs) So since we're heirs with Jesus and we have all the authority he had, we have this promise too. This is is in John 16.33, and I'll bet it's out of the NIV. It is, but it's, (laughs) it's also what Jesus is saying. Right. I have told you these things so that in me... 
you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And so that means if Jesus is a world overcomer, we are too. Yay! I can hardly read that verse without just smiling and getting excited. Take heart, I have overcome the world. And so I just love that. That's one of my favorites. I love that. You're just beaming. I am. <laughs> I'm just so happy. So how do we overcome the world? One way we overcome the world is by being as bold as lions. We need to have a little bold. lion. <laughs> so I am as bold as a lion. Proverbs 28.1 in the NIV says, The wicked flee, though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. So we are strong in these promises because Jesus lives in us and we no longer have to be afraid of the enemy and his schemes. We do need to be aware that he is there and coming after us, but we can stand strong with our hearts fixed on God, released of our fear. Amen. So our next one is, I am not afraid of evil. Psalms 112, 7-8 in the King James Version. They're talking about a good man. It says, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he sees his desires upon his enemies. And our desires upon our enemies are to be overtaken. <laughs> right. So we want to, uh, we actually, we want to make sure that our desires are in the right place too. That's right. You know, we shouldn't have evil desires. We need to be good. Yes, Think good thoughts about our enemies. In fact, the, uh, the vengeance belongs to the Lord, what he says. Yes. So we shouldn't go after vengeance on ourselves. Or on our own. Not on ourselves. (laughs) Not ourselves either, but not on our own. So when we realize our promises and how much God has blessed us with, we can't help but praise Him. And this is a great, this is one of my favorite things right here. He loves us and longs for our success. He wants us to have success. He doesn't cause anything to happen to us the way a lot of people, a lot lot of different religions and a lot of different uh, churches are preaching out there. So when we focus on Him and look to Him, He promises us that we will be prosperous. Amen. I love this one too. I am prosperous. Psalms 1, 1 through 3. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. And I really enjoy this verse because it says, the person is like a tree planted by streams of water. So this tree is planted where it's able to get life. That water is what brings those roots down through the ground. So it is a standing steadfast tree. But this tree, it yields its fruit in its season. That means to me that I don't have to worry about 
what someone else, where they are in their life. I have to you know, focus on God and me and where I am in my life. It's my fruit in my season. Don't, I don't compare myself with other people. I don't have to do that. Right. And what's really cool about this also is this tree is right by a stream. So it's got a constant source of life. That's right. And that's what the Bible is to our souls or to our spirits. It's a constant river of, of life. It just gives you life. And when you find out who you are, man, it's, it's like no other. Like Trisha said, we're going to be looking at who you are. We're also going to be looking at at what you uh, what what the Bible says you have, but I I just can't wait for for the next couple, next two ones. It's going to be phenomenal. They're all so good. Yeah. So this pamphlet was really like I said, it was uh, just a phenomenal little little thing for us to get at the time, and it just has has been in our hearts for so long. Yes, and there are many others in this pamphlet, and you know if God leads us to do more, then we may just end up doing more of these. Absolutely. But these really jumped out at me for right now. So there are many promises in the Bible, and we would like for you to look some up on your own. We have a challenge for yeah. you. <laughs> we want you to respond to us with a verse that you found that really speaks to you, a promise of who you are in Christ. So you can email us at... Well, you can go to the website and, and it'll email us directly. Yes. But it's Trisha at TheMessengersRadio.com or Marcus at TheMessengersRadio.com. Now, if you go on to www.TheMessengersRadio.com, you can click on the contact button and you can actually fill that little form out and it will email both of us at the same time. Yes. Or our individual emails are on there as well. Uh-huh. Or can't you just leave a comment on there? I have the comments disabled, so oh, there was just too many mind. things going on. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. But do email us. You, you can also go to Facebook. Absolutely. To our page, The Messengers Radio. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm bad at this. It's the Messengers Radio, yeah. <laughs> so find us, look us up on Facebook, like us, but leave a little scripture or verse that you found that really, really speaks to you. So all of God's promises are precious, but some seem to be like spoken right to our heart. Like you feel like, God, you said this just for me. (laughs) So we want to hear some of those. We look forward to hearing from you. All right. So this is the first episode of our series, and it talks about the promises that God shows us who we are in him. And our next episode, like Marcus says, we'll talk about what the word of God says we can have. Yeah. Yeah. So just remember, in Christ, we are healed, strong in faith, more than conquerors, world overcomers, bold as lions, not afraid of evil, and prosperous. Amen. Amen. So if you can write those down, just repeat those about yourself every day. Sorry, I was just going to say, we have a notes section in our on website. our website and I will be posting these notes so you can go there and look up these scriptures if you haven't been writing them down or anything. Right. And and most and all the notes that we use are, are that we use on the on the show are, are gonna be on there. So yeah. everything that we use. There are some times when we ad lib of course. <laughs> and start talking, but anyway, but this wouldn't be an episode of the messengers unless we gave you uh, the listener out there the uh, the choice. To, if you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right now would be a wonderful time. 
you may have felt a tugging at your heart saying, you know, I've, I've been trying to fill my, my life with something. And I just had, when I tried to do it, it just, it, it's temporary. It never stays. It's, it's not something that's permanent. Well, I can tell you because you've been trying to fill it with all these different things of the world. It's a God-shaped hole that's in your heart. It's, it's Jesus that you're missing. And, you know, for the longest time, I myself uh, tried to fill it with everything that I could think of of the world. Uh, whether it be, you know, you know, alcohol or drugs or different types of things in this world that I, I thought that, you know, it would help me out. And it did help me out for a very short time. You know, it got me away from the world. And that's what I was doing as I was running away from the world. It wasn't until I ran into the arms of Jesus that I understood exactly what I was missing. So choosing to receive Jesus as your personal, personal Lord and Savior is, in fact, the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life. That's right. So let's look at what God's Word says in Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. It says this, that if you will confess with Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If we skip down a little bit to Romans 10, verses 13, it also says this, For whoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It says right there, for whoever. Are you a whoever? I'm a whoever. I'm a whoever too. <laughs> and I did. And so did Tricia. We yes. both called upon the name of the Lord. And by God's grace, uh, you know, everything had already been done for us. We had to just do two things. We just, to, to receive salvation that's already been provided for us, we just needed to believe and receive. And once you understand that it's that simple, so many people try to make it too hard. And it's just, it's not hard at all. It's a heart change that, you're, that you need. You, to, you need to receive Jesus into your heart. And you also need to make a heart change. You need to believe what's happening. Because if you don't believe what you're about to pray which I'm going to lead you in a prayer. But if you don't believe what you're about to pray, it's not going to do you any good. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, if you're ready to give your heart to Jesus, we want, I want you to pray this out loud with me. Just repeat after me. Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. And see, it was just that simple. If you really meant and believed that in your heart, then you, you have changed your eternal address from hell to heaven. And you are going to have to you get excited, I understand. Yay. You're gonna but you're gonna also have to understand that the devil's gonna gonna come and try to make you believe that what you just prayed didn't in fact work. But if you really meant it from your heart, it did work. It did. We also want you to not just stay where you're at. You need to not just say that prayer, but you need to start reading the Bible and and learning, as we said in this this uh this this episode, who you are. Mm-hmm who the Bible says you are. And you're not going to find that just, just thinking about it. You're going to have to find out who the Bible says you are. 
And that's the most important thing you're going to have to do. Your next step is get in the Word. So if you don't have a Bible, we would love to send you one. And we also, if you do have a Bible, you know, we would love to send you anything you need that's going to help you grow. Any materials or resources. Absolutely. Another great resource is Andrew Womack's website, awmi.net. If you go there and you uh, highlight over the audio and click on his uh, audio sermons, man, you can download those or listen to them straight there for free. They don't cost you a thing. And that man is who, uh, who I, I've been listening to a lot of, especially lately. And he will just he he will give you the the simple gospel, and it, it he makes he makes it so simple yes. to understand. He really does. So I think it's for not only new believers but also people that have been that have been believers for a long time. If you haven't visited his website, please do so. Anyway, but that is <sighs> our show on who you are in who the Bible says that you God, are. I keep wanting to say who you are in Christ, but. You know that that is the the this first episode in this three series maybe more yeah. uh, thing we're doing. <laughs> so until next time, we hope that you guys uh, are are blessed yes. and you continue to grow in the Word daily. Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll see you guys. We love you. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Messengers. Don't forget to visit us at our website www.themessengersradio.com.